You've heard of BetaShares. You've probably seen the logo on our podcast. You might even be among their 1 million investors. So you can imagine that I'm delighted to say BetaShares is the official ETF partner of the Australian Finance Podcast. With nearly 100 exchange-traded funds, you can go to betashares.com.au and immerse yourself in ETFs and unique insights covering all of the sectors, themes, core and satellite positions you could want. Think cybersecurity through the Hack ETF, robotics and AI with the RBTZ ETF, and uranium with the URNM ETF. The list goes on. To explore the BetaShares ETF range, visit betashares.com.au, read the relevant PDS and TMD on the website, and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Is there a Spotify wrapped for investing? If you want to invest in shares or ETFs, our friends at Perla are more than one step ahead of the curve. On average, people who use Perla invest $1,750 every month. That's what we want to see, proper dollar cost averaging. With automated investing tools making your life simple, Perla investors have well and truly mastered the art of investing small bits lots of times. So if you're ready to start growing your net worth in 2024, follow the link in your Spotify or Apple podcast player right now to discover how you can get started today. Hey there, here's a quick note. This podcast contains general financial advice only. That means it's not specific to you, your needs, goals, or objectives. So don't act on the information until you've spoken with your financial advisor. You'll find our full disclosure, disclaimer, and link to our financial services guide in the show notes. Hello, I'm Kate Campbell. And I'm Owen Rask. And you're listening to the Australian Finance Podcast. A podcast where we talk about money, finance, investing, and all that good stuff. We're helping you invest your time and money better one podcast episode at a time. Yes, so please subscribe if you like the series. And don't forget you can find us on social media. We're on all the platforms. Kate, where can people go? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Rask Australia. That's R-A-S-K Australia. Mm -hmm. And I'm Owen Rask on Twitter or Owen Rask AU on Instagram. Beware the imitators. People like to copy us. Without further ado, let's jump in to today's episode. Kate Campbell, welcome to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast. How are you going? I'm going very well, Owen, and excited to chat about investing today. Yeah, we're talking We're talking investing. We're talking well, share investing, kind of any investing, really. And we've got a download for people. Yes. So, This episode is for people new to investing or maybe people returning to investing after a short time away or people that are going, "Mm, that investing thing sounds interesting, but a bit too hard. Yes, we are recording this in mid-November 2022. And why this is so exciting, I think, Kate, is that the stock market in 2022 has had a bit of a rough time. Um, And I think if you look forward now is probably one of the best times in the last five years to be investing because all of a sudden everything is a bit cheaper. If you're starting to revisit the idea of investing, you're thinking, well, maybe I can get a better deal. Like in the stock market, when things fall, we tend to get scared. But if you think about it, that's probably the time when you want to start buying things. Yeah. So if you are interested in investing, if you haven't invested yet, but you want to, or if you were investing and you think, maybe I should get back into it, This is the episode for you because we're going to talk about things you can do, things you need to know, and kind of all of our years of wisdom distilled into one thing to say, here's what you should be doing before you invest or just when you're getting started. 
Yeah, it's our new investor checklist. And these are the things that we would tell our friends and family who are interested in investing. Hey, these are some things you should do or think about or learn about before you get started. So we've made this into a checklist, which we'll put a link to download it in the show notes. But we're going to talk through it today and some of our thoughts on each of the things we've got on this list with you. Yeah. So, Kate, why don't we just jump straight into it then? Absolutely. So we've got the first one is, and I'll maybe get you to riff on this, is... This is a checklist item. I know why managing my money is important to me. Why is that even on this list? Yeah. So firstly, thinking about why am I investing in the first place and why do we want to build wealth over a long period of time? And if you think about why would having more control over your finances now and into the future matter to you? And by writing these things down and really thinking about that, because sometimes investing gets hard and when you're learning and taking that first step, there's going to be a few decisions you're going to have to make, like which brokerage account, what do I buy, how much do I buy, how much do I need to get started? There's a lot of questions and it can feel really overwhelming and we really encourage you to take it one step at a time, but by writing down why you want to do this, why you want to take control of your finances, you can keep referring back to this when it feels a bit challenging and you feel like, "Hmm, maybe this is not for me because we don't want you to have that feeling that, hey, maybe I'm not cut out to invest. We want you to be, okay, that's hard. It's challenging. I might need to spend a bit more time researching this. I might need to take a break today and get back to it, but we want you to just keep going. Yeah. And I think this is the knowing your why is really important because when things get a bit scary, we're like, oh, that's why I did this crazy thing that Mm. I thought was cool called investing. Um, And which relates to the second uh, really simple one too, Kate, which is I have a list of goals. It could be a goal. It could be goals, plural. Um, These two kind of work together, right? Yeah. So writing down why you're investing and things like how long are you wanting to invest for? Because What you invest in and how you invest is going to look very different if you think you want this money in five years or you have a goal that sort of comes to fruition in five years versus you're Mm. investing in your superannuation, which is 40 years away. Mm. So the way you invest and the things you invest in will be slightly different. So this is thinking about why am I investing? What's my time frame? How comfortable do I feel investing in things? And do I feel like I'll be okay if I see my money fall in value? So, for example, I am investing to build financial independence in a way that my portfolio is large enough that the income from investments or by selling some investments, I can cover my living costs. So this is a 20-year-plus goal that I started quite a few years ago now. And so I had a plan and every year I needed to invest a certain amount of money Mm -hmm. into my desired ETF portfolio. And I need to keep doing this for over 20 years to get to this endpoint. So that's my overall goal. And then all of my individual decisions on a yearly basis kind of feed into that goal. Yeah. So you've got like one master goal. Yes. And everything yeah pulls underneath. Okay. So uh, for me, my goal might be to live on a farm. That's basically what I want to do. Um, So... Uh, that's really simple. It sounds like something that's not financial related, but you need money to do that. So we're not saying here, go and create a list of 20 goals, because if you do that, you'll overwhelm yourself. Just pick a couple that are really important to you. If you've got a partner, sit down with them and say, hey, where do we want to be in five years? Where do we want to be in 10? Where do we want to be in 20? Uh, and they may not be finance related. They may You may have to work backwards with the finances, but you can use plenty of calculators online to work out like compound interest calculators, how long is it going to take to get there, how much do I need to put in, 
those types of things change your life. Yeah. So you start with the big thing. Maybe it's to buy a house in five years and you work Mm. back and find all those because that can seem really overwhelming, that goal. But if you work back and find every single micro goal to work towards that point, that's going to help you when you're investing. Yeah. And that's where you get those good habits forming. So another thing that we get a lot, Kate, is people who are new to investing or even people that have already invested make this mistake. They have a lot of debt while also wanting to invest. So what do you generally think about that? Yeah. Usually you want to invest from a level playing field. So you want to invest from the start line. So if you have $10,000 of credit card debt that's growing every year because maybe that credit card is charging you 20% interest per year, which is huge, that's pulling you further and further away from the start line. And so that's going to hold you back from moving forwards because what we're doing when we're investing is we're pushing ourselves past the start line into our financial future. Mm. So we don't want we don't want to be investing and moving forwards but also having this thing that's dragging us backwards at a faster rate at the same time because mm. if that credit card's charging you 20% and maybe investing you're going to be doing 7 or 8% a year, that's probably an average mm. average yeah. return. It you're going to still be going backwards a lot faster than you're moving forwards. So Something that we like to talk about is paying off things like buy now, pay later debts because you want to be starting to think in a long-term mindset and buy now, pay later can get you to think in a very a way that's very short-term, very transactional. Yeah. Your money's spent before you even have it. Yeah. That's the way buy now, pay later works. And same with like payday loans. They're not as common uh, for a lot of people, but for some people are, they get stuck in a trap. And credit cards, you know, a lot of people say that credit cards can be harmless. But for a lot of people, the majority of people, they're not. That's why they exist, because people get sucked into paying interest. And like Kate said, if you're going back 20%, but you're investing forward and you're getting 7%, um, that's before tax. After tax, it's probably like 4%. You're going backwards far quicker than you are going forward. So pay off that stuff and then build that emergency fund, Kate, which is our next one. So we advocate for people not just being at the start line, but also making sure you don't go beyond back back before the start line yeah. once the race, race has begun. So um, why is an emergency fund so important to investors? It seems like it doesn't make sense. Like why are we focusing on personal finance and emergency funds if we want to just invest? Yes. An emergency fund is three to six months of your basic living expenses. So if you've never worked out what your basic living expenses are, it's spending some time listing out all of the things you spend on every month and all of the income coming into your bank account and working out what is that basic number. Maybe it's $2,000 or $3,000 that you need to exist as a human being every month. So stripping out the luxuries and the holidays and just going, okay, every month I need $3,000 to support myself Mm -hmm. and pay the rent and pay the bills. And so this is, you want to have three to six months worth of that basic living number set aside in a high interest savings account that if anything goes wrong, if a family member passes away and you need to buy a last minute flight, if your car breaks down that you really need for work, if you lose your job, if something really unexpected that you could not have planned for happens, you can break glass in case of emergency and use that money to get you back on your feet. And why is this so important as investors? Because we're investing for 5, 10, 20 years time. We don't want to be forced to sell any of our investments Mm -hmm. as part of our financial goals in a time of need. We want to have this money set aside that we know if something happens, we can grab it. 
And this allows us to have a long-term mindset when we're investing because we know we have this security blanket already set aside. I call this the cheapest insurance you can ever get. Um, but it's also probably the best pillow you'll ever buy because it's such a soft landing if something goes wrong. Uh, it it allows you to, for example, I'll give you a story. Um, a friend of mine playing footy with him on the weekend broke his leg. Trady, right? His... Uh, like income protection, which he had inside super, wouldn't kick in for three months. That's pretty normal. So that means that he'd have to fund from now until three months from somewhere, but he can't work because he's a tradie with half a leg. So like what's going on there, right? So he had to use the emergency fund uh, to do that. And if he had investments as well, he would have typically had to sell those investments to fund his family bills, his you know, mortgage, all that sort of stuff. And the key point is that oftentimes when it rains, it pours. So what happens is you tend to lose your job or you tend to um, things bad things tend to happen when the stock market is down, yes, which is the time when you shouldn't be selling. You should be selling it when it's going up. Uh, so you don't want to be in that situation where you become what we call a forced seller. So you know there are many different things that we can talk about, but for the most part, emergency fund is cost you nothing. In fact, it pays you interest if you put it in a savings account, which is what we suggest, or an offset account if you have a mortgage already. Um, put it in there. And that means that when you go to sleep every night, you're going to wake up the next day and you're not necessarily going to wonder, oh, I had to sell my, my shares today because I need to fund this thing that's coming up. Oh, I forgot about the, you know, the, the mortgage repayment or something like that. You do not want to be in that situation. So it might seem boring, but it, trust us, it is going to make you sleep easy and invest for the long term with so much more confidence. Yeah. And while you're working towards paying off debt and building your emergency fund, you can use that time to learn about investing and focus on education and getting all those basics mm. done because it's not just like, oh, I can't start for six months because I'm building that emergency fund. It's kind of dead time. You can use that time. Sort to, out your super. Yes. Yeah, sort budget. out your super, do your budget and make sure you've got all those really essential foundations that are going to help you be a long-term investor. They don't sound like the fun things like paying off debt and building an emergency fund, sorting your super doesn't sound that exciting. But if you sort those foundations out early on, you're going to be such a in a much better position to invest for a long period of time. Yeah. And some people will hear this and they'll say, well, I'm just going to find one of these brokerage accounts that allows me to invest 10 bucks. Because in, sure, you can do that. You can get a feel for what investing is. But what we're saying is don't go and put all of your money into a brokerage account, like your investing account, before you've done this. Kate, speaking of something that anyone can do, and there's heaps of things you can do without actually starting investing. Like we said, get a better bank account, look for term deposits, uh, sort out your super, get your insurance sorted, um, all these types of things. One thing that anyone can do at any time is make time to learn about investing. Yeah. So scheduling 30 minutes in your calendar every week, every fortnight, every month, whatever seems the least overwhelming to you right now, that you dedicate that time to going, I'm just going to figure out one thing this week. This week's goal is to figure out what on earth an ETF is. Mm -hmm. Next week's goal is to find a high interest savings account for my money. But just 30 minutes to work on one single thing. Now, my big point here is don't try to tackle everything at once. If you say, okay, today I'm going to learn mm. everything about investing, you probably will get very overwhelmed and it will probably stop you moving forward. Maybe you're one of the rare people that can absorb a whole topic in a day. Uh, I'm not really that kind of person. So I like doing a little bit on a regular basis and that makes it much more achievable. And that actually starts building really good habits for investing because small bits lots of times is mm -hmm. what we talk about a lot. And that helps you build wealth over the long term. So not only are you building wealth, you're also building knowledge. Yep. So jump into your 
Google, Microsoft, whatever you use, um, jump in and put a recurring calendar reminder, set some time aside. Uh, if you do that, if you're a big fan of automation like I am or like we are, you can put in like a list of things. Like you can put a link to a Google document and it's got your this checklist, you yeah. know, the checklist that we're talking about today, which you can download. Um, or you it might put a link to your favorite podcasts or your favorite whatever or news website, whatever. Just put it in there. If you did 30 minutes a week for a year, you'd be a master of finance. If you did it uh, even 30 minutes a month, you'd probably be halfway away there after a year. It's really mm -hmm. not that hard to figure it all out. Um, so go and do that. We've, all, you've, we've actually been experimenting on the Australian Finance Podcast with episodes that are kind of like term deposits, brokerage accounts, you know, super funds. Like we're, we're trying to give you the thing that matters for that particular thing. So let's say, for example, you wanted a term deposit. Well, we've done an episode on that recently and we'll continue to do them. Or you want a list of like super funds. Well, there's going to be something on that. So you can, if you just want to learn about one thing every like for 30 minutes, you can go back and scroll through your, your feed and find that one. Um, yeah. but and even if you can find a friend to do this with yes. who's at a similar level to you Good that idea. you can... Not even if you're not going to a cafe and going, let's work out what ETFs are together and try and explain it to each other. Someone that can check in with you on a weekly basis to go, oh, what yeah. did you learn about your finances this week? You might not want to share numbers, but you can just share, hey, I found this really cool resource. And just someone so you're not going through this journey alone. It could even just be in an online community or by listening to podcasts or finding some websites that you go, okay, there are other people in Australia who are also taking control of their finances and there are other people that are doing it in a slow and steady way and not figuring it out all overnight because I think when we look at people that are successful, we can feel like they just kind of figured it out, but you don't see all of those steps in the back end and all of the confusion and the, I don't know what I'm doing because we don't get born learning about finances. No, we don't. We're not born as investors. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's a little bit of a, uh, a checklist for you, the, the, some key terms that we want you to get your head around in this checklist. And we don't necessarily need to go through them all right now, but we just wanted to make sure that you understand what the word volatility means, which is basically just the market going up and down, even though we say on average, you know, seven to 10% returns over 20 years. It could be up one minute, down the next minute. That's called volatility. It's the randoms. Um, the next thing is like the way you think about what we call a risk profile is basically it, that's a way of saying everyone's different. So if, if Kate's 100% invested in a lithium stock from Africa, that might not be right for me. Or if I'm invested in the VAS ETF and someone's invested in the IVV ETF, that might be right for them. You know, it might be right for me. It doesn't really matter. Everyone's unique. So a risk profile is basically just understanding that. Um, the, the and that there's no perfect portfolio. There's no perfect so one. So Owen and I have completely different looking portfolios, even though Absolutely. we have similar philosophies about investing. And I'd say every single person listening to this podcast, their finances and their portfolios look different yep. because everyone has different goals and objectives. Yep, I do too. Uh, the stock market is for long-term investing only. So when we talk about investing timeframes, the stock market, investing in stocks and ETFs, we say that's long term. If you're investing in shares, that's short. Uh, sorry, in cash, like a term deposit or something like that. If you're putting your money in there, that's a sh you know a shorter term thing. If you're investing in property, again, that's a longer term thing. So when we talk about timeframes, that's how we kind of think about it. And the final little bit on this check, this mini mini checklist is uh, compound interest. And what we say with this is this is the money that makes more money. 
So this is that thing that just ticks away in the background. It's like the interest that you receive is reinvested in more interest and then, or if it's dividends from shares, there's more dividends from shares next year because you reinvested last year and so on and so forth. Think about it like a snowball going down a hill. So we really want you to understand that. Go and stick uh, some numbers in the compound interest calculator from Money Smart. Yeah. That's a super, super life-changing calculator. It will show you that a small amount of money makes a big difference. So, Kate, we've got three things that we want people to do. Yes. After you finish listening to this episode, we want you to get the checklist, but these are the three things we'd love for you to do on the back of this. Yeah. So the things I've mentioned above will take a little bit more time and reflection and thinking about stuff. But one thing you can do is listen to the Get Rich Slow episode that Owen and I recorded in January 2022 as part of our mm-hmm. investing starter pack, well, just finance starter pack that goes through all the basics you need to know for your yep. personal finances. And this really talks about our philosophy to investing and that it's not not a quick overnight race. And most of the times that people try to do a get-rich-quick scheme or invest in something with the aim of becoming a millionaire in a very short period of time, most of these end up with people losing a lot of money and they end up with tears. Yep. And so we really want you to focus on how can you build wealth because we're massive advocates of you building your own wealth and your mm. financial stability for your goals and your family but how can you do it over a longer period of time in a way that's sustainable and actually realistic yeah if someone tries to promise you anything over say 10% <laughs> i would run for the hills yeah. um, that's typically not sustainable based on 100 years of history i screenshot ads on social media all the time where there's companies that may or may not be in Australia, but they're saying things like 10, 20, 30% returns per year. And That's scary. Yeah. And so, there's a reason why they're saying that and they're trying to suck you in and they're not, like there's no free lunch. Mm. <laughs> we talk about like yeah. everyone's got incentives and a lot of these things might not even be legitimate financial products. So I think it's really important. You worked hard for that money be careful before you send it off anywhere, especially if you're sending it off overseas or anything like that. Like, we don't want you to lose your money. Yeah, so that's just a kind of general rule of thumb. Listen to Get Rich Slow. (laughs) It will will show you why um, that's really the only path to wealth rather than the Get Rich Quick stuff we see all the time. Uh, The other thing that we've done recently, and one thing that we're a huge advocate for, for, not just here on this podcast, but also across the RASC business, is ETF, so exchange-traded funds. If you're new to exchange-traded funds, what this basically means is before you go and invest in shares, we want you to explore this thing called an ETF. Some people call it EFT, incorrectly, but it's an ETF. And the reason we want you to explore these before you go and buy your individual share is because we think that these are a great starting point for investors. So go and explore these. We had Monique, our producer, in the show, in the studio with us talking through these different things. Go and check them out. Uh, there'll be a link to that in the checklist. And yeah. finally- So there's Kate, a five-part mini-series. Five-part yes. mini-series with video. Um, so go and check that out and a download for that as well. But Kate, the final thing is, and this is one that is going to kickstart people. So this is the final thing on our checklist. Yes. So to actually invest, you're going to need a brokerage account. And that just allows you to buy and sell different investments in Australia. So they'll mm. connect you with a buyer or a seller and they'll do all that groundwork. So if you want to, start investing. One of the important steps is that you download and try out a couple of brokerage accounts. Now, this is not where you have to put money in straight away, but it's so you can get a feel of what is a brokerage account? What are the different features? What might I like to use when I'm Mm. ready to invest? And I've built my emergency fund and I've paid off debt and things like that because these are free accounts to open and you you can close them down if you've 
decide not to use them, but some of the really popular options in our community include Comsec, Perla, Stake, Self-Wealth, Superhero, Sharesies, and we should just mention that Perla and Self-Wealth are supporters of the RAS group. Yeah, so that's it. They're the long-term sponsors of our shows. We don't get paid to mention them here, but they are sponsors, so for full transparency. But go and you know, don't just go with those two. Go and explore all of them. Yeah. Ex- go and check them all out. Like, yeah, and make sure you compare a couple of options. And you can start adding some ETFs and shares to your watch list so you get a feel of how everything works. Yep. And if you've been out of the game for a while, let's say you invested a few years ago, you might have some kids or something like that, and now you're getting back into it, go and explore some of these newer brokers because you might find that they're hot. Wow, things have changed. Geez, they're better now than they were five years ago because it has changed so quickly. I can automate my investments. What do you mean? I don't even need to log in anymore. They'll just take- Face ID? Yeah, face ID. It pays from my bank account straight away. Like things have changed. (laughs) So in a good way. So go and check those out. But just to to recap, you can go and get this Google Doc. There'll be a link to it in the show notes. Um, It will take you through everything you need to kind of get your head around before you start investing. There's some really helpful links in there. Some things that we think, oh man, I wish I knew this when I started. Really simple stuff. Obviously, all the things here are more like personal financey, but trust us, like this is the stuff that will save you long term. It'll make you sleep easy at night, feel confident in what you're doing, and put you on the right fi- financial foundations to then build your wealth. Yeah, um, yeah great stuff, Kate. Um, so this is our new investor checklist. Uh, Kate's put a lot of work into it, so go and get it from the. Uh, Google Doc. You can just um, download your own copy. You can't edit our one because that's what everyone can see, but you can click file and download as Microsoft Word and you'll get a copy for yourself. Heaps of fun, Kate. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast. No worries. Hope it can help people take that first step on their investing journey. I'm sure it will. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Australian Finance Podcast, where our mission is to improve the financial futures of all Australians. If you'd like to learn more, create a free account at rusk.com.au forward slash account to download free episode workbooks, bonus resources, and take our amazing free personal finance courses. You can also join our online community by following the link in the description. If you enjoyed the show, what we'd love is for you to leave us a snappy review on iTunes. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rask Australia. Kate and I are also on both of those channels. Finally, if you have any feedback, suggestions for episodes or guests to come on the show, or you just have a question for us, shoot us an email at podcast at rask.com.au. Are you thinking about starting your wealth creating journey, but not sure where to put your hard earned dollars? InvestSmart can help. InvestSmart offers a free quiz that makes it easy to find the right InvestSmart ETF portfolio to help you reach your goals. Just visit investsmart.com.au and hit get started. Answer a few simple questions about your goals and how much you want to invest and you'll get a tailored statement of advice with a portfolio recommendation. You can visit investsmart.com.au for a no obligations free statement of advice. This ad is brought to you by InvestSmart Advice, AFSL 334107. For more than a decade, I've been hunting for the best investors and their methods, strategies, and tools for investing. After years in the industry, countless books, a few degrees, and 1,000 podcasts and live shows, I've rolled this accumulated knowledge into something called Rask Invest. If you've ever heard me talk about a core in a satellite, 
active and passive, true long-term compounding, or you simply want to know exactly how I would invest, now is your chance. Rask Invest is our new investment service, designed for all types of investors who want professional management of their core portfolio at a low cost from a team they trust. Rask Invest helps you automate your wealth creation and passive income. Simply click the link that says Invest with Owen in your podcast player to join one of our live platform walkthroughs or book a call with us. You can also view the Rask Invest PDS and TMD and get invested with me.